Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division, a podcast where we talk about all songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. And huzzah, huzzah, there's going to be a Eurovision Song Contest. Normally it'd be all like, well, yeah, that's a given, but uh, we're back. I mean, we haven't, I mean, we, the contest is back. Wait, wait, who are we? I'm your host, Jeroen. And I am your co-host, Mira. And together, we become... The hosts of the podcast, the Eurovision Division. We've been doing this uh, for a while now. We've been doing this podcast since... 2017, I was to say? I'm gonna say 2016, even. No way. Yes, way. Damn. Uh, for those of you the who, longest I've ever done anything. <laughs> for those of you who have just started listening, which would be, you know, it would be a good moment. We are starting a new year. If you are ever going to introduce any new people to the podcast, it's at the start of the year. Uh, please don't go listen to the old stuff. We please had, don't. We had really misguided bad opinions. Um, and I'm sure we'll still have misguided bad opinions this year, but at least they'll be fresh. Right. And the point is, I have listened to all of these songs at least once before, uh, but Mira is going to hear them for the very first time, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about my opinion of these songs. Now, in actuality, we may not talk about the songs very much, but uh, the songs will trigger some interesting conversation, and that's what you are all here for. As far as the story of the podcast goes, we started, um, I started sharing the Eurovision songs with you in 2015, uh, like sharing a song a day, and you would just say, like, I like it, or I don't, or we would talk about uh, saying goodbye to the dog. No, waving <laughs> goodbye at the dog. What is the line? I wave to the smile. dog. No, I, s- I smile to the I dog. I smile to the That's dog. The I smile to the dog. Uh, um, let me talk about that. I fell in love with Deborah Scarlett, mm-hmm, who course. I still love to this day. And those those very emotional and very real reactions uh, led us to start Eurovision Division the next year in 2016. It's five years ago, and we're we're still going strong. Yeah, you know, 2020 was difficult, and it was for everyone, and mostly just because, like, what's the reason to talk about these songs if you're not going to have a contest that they are participating in? Uh, last week we finally finished listening to all of them, and we don't have to, like, we don't have to think about that contest anymore. It's done. It doesn't exist. It, doesn't it exist never anymore. existed. Uh, I did see something that made me really mad, like, in this Facebook group that I I'm swear in. To God. Someone shared, like, oh, something I find really wonderful is this, um, this song. It's the song that won Eurovision in 2020. It's called Think About Things. And I just, like, it didn't win. There was no contest. You can't, it did Fucking American. <laughs> and then the comments were just all people, like, suggesting that she watched the Will Ferrell movie. And I'm just, like, Americans, leave! I was like Will Ferrell in the Eurovision movie. <laughs> Just like, yeah, get my... out of here, Americans. I think my biggest stumbling block is that they hosted the contest in Glasgow. Edinburgh? Or Edinburgh, or, uh... like somewhere in Scotland. Yeah. Which to me was baffling. <laughs> like, that you choose that? You were just you were just allowed to film there, or they yeah, paid, no, like, like the tourism board. No, paid no, no, you no to of course film you were there. allowed to film there. 
Um, like, like, first of all, like, the UK is going to win anytime soon. Never. And then that Scotland would host? Absolutely not. Like, not even if a Scottish person won. Ah, well, no, then, you know, maybe. But the UK hasn't sent a Scottish person to Eurovision since 1988. Who was that? Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> His name was Scott. So you know he was Scottish. So you know he was a Scot- <laughs> Scotsman. Is this going to be a good year, babe? Um, we are, also, we should mention to new listeners that we are deeply in love. With each other. And the Eurovision Song Contest. And we are from Belgium. And we are from Belgium. Uh, but we do not let that influence our opinion. If anything, it makes us more critical of Belgium. And I think that's, I think that's, you know, that's normal. Everyone wants an artist that they can support. Yes, that's the one. God, the Laura Tesoro year? How fun was that? Yeah, I mean, Belgium had, had, a, had a good streak there. I was Belgium really had a great streak. Uh, Blanche, like, you know, we did, we did a couple of good ones. So I know that Hoover Phonic is back this year. Of course, I'm not are, excited about that. Many artists are returning because, you know, they couldn't get to go to the, they couldn't get to go to the good contest. They didn't go to the song contest <laughs> in 2020, um, so you know they they went again, and that has uh, led to some interesting songs. We have 39 songs now. In order to get through these uh, in a timely fashion, or to get to, through them in a very structured and very tight schedule, what am I saying? Yeah, this is also why you shouldn't listen to the old episodes, because we used to do one song per episode, and it was rough. Listen, I know, I know a lot of people Timing-wise. I know a lot of people probably like that, um, but we are, you know, not full-time... Podcast. <laughs> podcasters. I wish. Uh. Actually, no. <laughs> you know. But no, we, we do a couple of songs at a time uh, based on a theme, and I use that word... Very loosely. I have bungled a bunch of songs together and I have made up a theme that, uh, some connective thread that connects those songs, thereby giving us three or four songs to talk about in an episode. What are this year's theme, you? Would you like to know the themes? What are this year's theme? <laughs> I've come up with a number of themes and they are as follows Throwback Thursday. Okay. Stir Crazy. Okay. A show for all ages. Oh boy. <laughs> I walk a lonely road. You're all you're already hyping me up so much. I drive a lonely road. Oh Long-term lovers. Okay. Demons and angels all in one have arrived. Yes, 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 yes. Follow the tour guide. Okay. Blank is blank. <laughs> it's like Woman, you know, you know, like oh, woman. woman. Yeah, I love love that. Famously, I love that kind of song in Eurovision. Uh, and then we have, in case you haven't noticed, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in, <laughs> and I don't want to fit in. Have you ever seen me without this stupid song? That's weird. <laughs> yep. And finally, hypoglycemia. What's hypoglycemia? That's for you to find out. Well, now I want to start with hypoglycemia, because I don't... I feel like I do know what it is. Oh, no, this is all too fun. I don't know. I mean, No, you're... I want hypoglycemia, because that's the most mysterious one, because I... 
I know I know what it means, but I mm, draw in a blank. Hey, that's okay. Maybe I mean, that's a symptom of hypoglycemia. Maybe I have hypoglycemia. Hey, you're not wrong. Wait, what? Not that you have it. Oh. But that you're touching on some of the symptoms. Um, as you know, as you have clearly demonstrated by this, hypoglycemia is some sort of condition. Is, that, is, it, is it like diabetes? Hypoglycemia is, um, it's basically, it's low blood sugar. Hey, I, I said it wasn't like diabetes. Leading to an overproduction of, of uh, some hormones like adrenaline. And extremely low blood sugar could lead to dizziness, uh, trouble forming words, or even amnesia. I fucking nailed it. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so the mystery of what is hypoglycemia, it's, a, it's essentially been solved. I come from a family of doctors. <laughs> Did several people write songs about having hypoglycemia, or are these all people who have issues with hypoglycemia? When I just explained what hypoglycemia was to you, yeah, that sentence that I said right. included all of the song titles that I want to talk about in this theme. Amnesia. Low blood sugar. Low blood sugar, yes. <laughs> um... Dizziness? <laughs> Dizziness? Nausea. <laughs> no, I've already forgotten. Okay, but you've, you, you've made a very clear guess there to start with, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, Amnesia is a, is a normal, <laughs> like, song title. Yeah, um, you're right. Amnesia is one of the three song titles. And I mean, it's not the one I would have chosen to start with, but why not? Hey, why not? Um, because this is what you... In 2020, called one of the top ten Eurovision betrayals. Is this fu the, that fucking alcohol, you bitch? <laughs> uh, I, I don't like to use such language, but yes, this is Roxanne from Romania. The mood in this room just dropped like <laughs> blood sugar. <laughs> Your excitement <laughs> just went, went all down. the way down. Yeah, put it on! Put it on! I would just like to point out, and that's quite funny, is that, like, the song she did last time was called Alcohol You. Like, you know, like, drinking a lot. Yeah. And this song is called Amnesia. Uh, I don't remember what I did last night! Oh, I blacked out! Uh, I have a problem. This is gonna be another, like, slow ballad, isn't it? Maybe. Oh, God. It's maybe, it's definitely, I'm going to say, not the one we should start with, but we are here. We're here now. Let's do it. This is Roxanne for Romania with Amnesia. alcohol you it's not better than do it for your lover wow um and it repeats itself just as much it well i you know i don't think that's quite true because do it for your lover had one phrase do it for your lover had a single phrase that it kept repeating over and over again what are you laughing at <laughs> the memory of do it for your lover well, do, and in this case, don't do it for your lover. Do it for yourself. Self-love Self -love amnesia. amnesia. Like, I forgot to love myself? Uh, yes, who knows? Um, uh, what, I, what, I, what I think, um, it, does, it does feel endless. Um, it's so long. It's three minutes. It's so long. I 
you know, we use a lot of hyperbole on this show, but maybe this is the longest chorus I've ever heard? It's it's just most of the song, isn't it? Yeah, no, because she does have two very distinct verses, and she has a bridge. But the chorus itself, I don't know how to describe how I feel about it, but it, it feels just so long to me. It's... I can't get over how much of a fucking Billie Eilish style ripoff hey, this is. Like, Billie, Billie, Billie Eilish, Eilish is, trendy. is super She's hot hit. right now. She's making great music. It makes sense for, you know, fellow young people oh, no, 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 no. to I... emulate a similar sort of style, whether they are doing it to, like, specifically rip off or come to the same conclusions or, like, occupy the same kind of, you know, sphere of influence. No, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not saying, like... Don't get influenced by Billie Eilish because I think I've been on this podcast saying that I think Billie Eilish is super cool. She's very but like, rad, yeah. This is just that one that um, I think therefore I am video. Is it? And I mean, it's not because in that one she's like in the abandoned mall, and this is her like on a stage with people. But like, just her movements and the baggy sweater and the hair in front of the face. It's just so... There is not a lot of uniqueness to it. Well, it's definitely... Yeah, I think I think in terms of Eurovision, it's trying to tap into that market 100%. Yeah. Like, it's, it's trying to reach the exact same audience. Um, but yeah, I don't but think that... it doesn't quite have the bite that a, a Billie Eilish has. This doesn't register as very cool to me, but maybe that's because I'm old... Yeah. Um but also I, I just think that if you're in if you're a young'un and you are into Billie Eilish very much, you're not gonna be into a copy of Billie Eilish. No, the young people who are into an artist are very quick to call anyone who like has any passing resemblance to them a copy or plagiarist yeah. or whatever. So you're, exactly. You're so right. like doing this, it's not for the Billie Eilish audience. Who is it for then? You might as well do something original. Which I mean, alcohol. You kind of was. Sure. I mean, this song is better. There is something to it that, like, I, I understand that, like, the 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 chorus has a certain like hypnotic quality. In that it like that it, it that taps into exactly what I'm trying to say. The way that it just like it plateaus. It plateaus and it kind of goes into a second chorus. You're not alone. Not alone is like the is like the the second step of the chorus. But that first part of the chorus feels like okay, we've done the chorus, and then it suddenly goes into like. And now I'm going into a second part of the chorus, so you know I'm prolonging this by at least twenty seconds. Yeah. It's when she goes into that, you're like, oh, right, I know there's at least 20 more seconds of this. It doesn't build to anything. Self-love, put it back on. What? That's what she says. Okay. Self-love is never gone. Self-love, put it back on. Like a sweater. Like, like an oversized sweater. Like the food that you took off the stove too fast, put the self-love back on, dear. I just don't know quite what, to, what to do with that lyric. These kinds of songs just aren't 
good for a show. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I suppose you could put this on the radio and think, like, this is decent while you're driving or doing some, or folding laundry or whatever. But, like, if you're yeah. watching a show, I can't imagine thinking of this as anything but incredibly boring. <laughs> It's you know it remains to be seen what that what that looks like on stage. Uh, as here, there's a lot of dancing and there's a lot of movement and there's a lot of costume change at the end. I could see it being like kind of dark and moody and like and like you know building to a, to a way that like it works as a stage performance. I think something like this has probably worked at Eurovision. Uh, so I don't think it's like it, I don't think it's a dead fish. You know, I love. No, I don't think it's a dead fish. I but I I just want to say like I love that we can look forward to stage performances again. Yeah, you knowing... just said that, and I was like, oh, yes. This isn't what it is. No, it's it's it... not what it is. There's going to be more. I shouldn't judge it based on the, the music video alone. There's going to be a performance. Yeah, maybe in the performance she'll do like a Cinderella style quick change. Ah. Uh. You know? Like, all the people are... The, the five other people are Where's gonna, that? like, just dance up to her and, like, stand around her and, and then leave again. And she's gonna be wearing a bigger, fluffier dress that she had on under the oversized sweater the whole time. It would be cool. And it's gonna be, a, like, a weird breakfast club type thing of, like, well, why is that better? <laughs> because her hiding under the sweater, you know... Yeah, but then she... that feels like an... No, because like, like a commentary on how yeah. Billie Eilish bad. Yeah, but what, what she's wearing at the end isn't like more revealing or anything. No. It just has more quote unquote personality, right? Like it's yeah. more true to maybe what she wants to, you know, put out. I don't know. I, I think that's interesting. You can do something with that in staging. Uh, and maybe it has that, yeah, that awkward message of like, why is it better to be pretty? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's. It's Eurovision. Uh, but, then, but then we have that to talk about. And yeah, costume change. What could be more Eurovision than that other than a key change? Which this does not have. Uh, well, could have we used. Can't have everything. Could it? I don't know. Could it have used a key change? It wouldn't have made it any worse. Um, I would like to see her on stage. Like, I want, like, as the dress change happens. <laughs> and we're assuming that it does. Um, I would also like the people to, like, move away from her to reveal the, the new dress, but she also has a wolf next to her suddenly. Okay. I would like that. Um... I'm gonna suggest wolves okay, as you may for remember, every yeah, song. As you may remember from Ivan's Learn to Fly, Help You Fly, wait... Learned. I will uh, help wait, you wait, wait. learn how to fly. I was the will help you learn how to fly. I think it was called Help to Fly. I think it was called Learn to Fly. No, because that makes sense. It, it was called something that it didn't... It, it, it was called... It, it had a title that in the song had many, many words in between it. Right. So I think it was Help and Fly connected with Help You Fly or Help to Fly. It was a... Anyway, song slapped. He wanted a wolf on stage. Didn't get one. Didn't get a real wolf because, of course, he. Of course, you can't have a wolf. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Was that 2016? Yeah, must have been best year. It was good. It was so Um, good. He had the baby. He didn't qualify. How is this possible? He had a hologram baby. He had a hologram of himself playing the drums and himself playing every instrument. It was incredible. Um, 
and he was robbed. Uh, I like the idea of suggesting wolves where appropriate, be it possibly holographic. Um, I mean... Maybe we'll be seeing a lot of holograms this year anyway. Yeah. Because, you know, that's technology that we have. It would be stupid not to be using it. I, I mean... I love a good hologram. And I hate a bad hologram like um, Kim Kardashian's dad. I was just going to say, remember when Kanye... <laughs> Ooh, hard-hitting gossip podcast. Yeah, super, super up-to-date. the hottest gossip of super, 2020. Yeah, like, is anyone still talking about Kanye's hologram of Kim Kardashian's dad? Did it... Was it eventually confirmed that, like... That Kanye West had sex with Jeffree Star? No, I don't... And that's I why think, they were getting divorced? I think that was a wildly fabricated lie, and that is not anything that uh, ever happened. I think people just like to say that Jeffree Star is involved in any drama that there is. Uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I, like... I genuinely... I, like, I know can his face. Can you picture it? Yes. Yeah, okay. I can. I don't want to. <laughs> I... I also don't care about these people, sure. but, you know, you pick stuff up if you are on Twitter or the internet. If you're too online. Yeah. If you're too online, like and we we've are. we've all been too online. Just to keep it also in Eurovision, you may not remember, but this, to me, when I see it, reminds me of Montaigne's Don't Break Me from last year. I, I do remember. Where she was just... Oh, that's what it was reminding me of. And she was just of. being pulled, yeah, pulled yeah, yeah. in the performance, and I was just like... That was last year, and that was another country. I know they didn't get to go to Eurovision and didn't do any performance, but come on, you don't have to steal that directly. I know it's not the same, but I was incredibly reminded by the don't break uh, of the don't break me performance. Yeah, very much. This a lot of this is like yeah, derivative in some way. It's not quite as as frustrating as alcohol, you. But I am still there are still different things for me to be frustrated by. I think it's not as frustrating because I knew not to expect too much. Yeah. No, that's why I was also like, oh, yeah. But for a video that was so derivative in almost every single way, to have like 40 full seconds of credits behind it <laughs> is incredible to me. Like, yeah, they put a lot of that's the best it. part. Yeah. I mean, they probably did. I always love it when a video has credits. Imagine in like I'm 2005... Watching gym TV. Well, they would never do it on the TV. It's just the fact that music videos are only on YouTube now that they're like, well, let's fucking put the credits in here. And then when you're when you're a big budget movie, of course, uh, put all put all the people in there because there's so many people working on it. And people will have been like at the movie theater with their dad and their dad is going to have spent the entire movie going, wait, who's that actor? Who is that? I know them from something else. And you're going to. Hate your dad for the entire duration of the movie because he won't shut up in the movie yeah, theater. Okay. And then at the end, during the credits, the actor's name will show up. And your dad's going to be like, oh, that was him. Way too God, loud. I thought you were going to, like, take this joke somewhere by naming an actor. Jason Isaacs. Right. Like, the movie ends and the credits roll and they say, uh, Jason Isaacs played this part. And you're going to be like, oh, that's who it was, Dad, Jason Isaacs. And Dad is going to be like, well, that doesn't tell me anything. I don't know people's names. Dad. <laughs> that doesn't tell me anything. I I stopped going to movie theaters with my dad when we went to go see An Inconvenient Truth. And we got, what? And we got kicked out <laughs> because he fell asleep and snored like how my dad snores. 
The worst part is that when they came to kick us out, it was not easy to wake him up. <laughs> I might have like exaggerated this story a little bit in like my memory, but the fucking embarrassment I felt as a young teen at the time who did genuinely care and still does about climate change. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach this point in the edit and really think about whether I need to leave my silence as deafening as it was or or shorten it just a little bit. Likely if you're listening to it, the long silence that you just heard was much longer in real life. <laughs> you were silently dying in front of me. We need to we need to We need to go to the next song. Uh, avoid uh our low blood sugar, uh which is your guess for the next title of the song, right? Yeah, low blood, low blood sugar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um sugar. Bingo. Bingo bango. Bingo bango. You did it. Sugar. Another I'm... very normal. Yes. <laughs> song title. Hey, hey, we're on theme, right? We're on theme. Good one. Uh, this artist is a returning artist from 2020. We uh, listened to her song last year. It was called Prison. Oh, didn't I like Prison? No, absolutely not. Oh, shit. I don't remember anything. That was a very white music video, right? She was in white, in a, in a white outfit and the background was white. No, it was Fall from the Sky. Oh, that's why I thought I kind of like it. Fall from the Sky was no, kind of... Prison came to us from Moldova, both by uh, Natalia Gordienko. Right! No! Prison sucks! I remember now. Yeah. Uh, in the episode of songs written by Sharon Vaughn. And Sharon Vaughn's back here. Um, Sharon has once again provided the lyrics for uh, this song, which is called Sugar. Sharon, for fuck's sake. Uh, the rest of the creative team here is uh, a menace. Uh, Dimitris Kontopoulos, uh, Mikhail Gutsiriev, and Philip Kirkorov. My sleep paralysis demon, <laughs> Philip Kierkegaard. Oh no, he's mine too now. Now that you've cursed me with that language you just spoke. You have to know that this year I made I made an effort to like actually really watch all the national finals. I mean, we were getting a lot going on, all the song reveals. Uh, this one was not a national final. However, there was an event to uh, introduce the song. Not in Moldova. Philip Kirkorov is a Russian man, so he hosted some kind of super spreader event in Moscow full of ex-Eurovision stars for Russia who all came to whatever venue that was where they... All got COVID? Uh, I don't know. You know, like, super spreader is, is exaggerated, but there was still a lot of people there and... We it, and this was live streamed, so we so were just everyone we saw. Were just looking like okay, Dima belongs here. At least he has like a, he's holding a mask, so he he came here with a mask at least. Oh my uh, god! Uh, then they went into a theater where there was some kind of elaborate burlesque performance for two hours. What? The entire thing took like I I. I might even be under underselling it if I say two hours. The entire thing took two hours before this three-minute song was played. 
during this in this in this burlesque performance, there was an intermission. Release the Kirkorov cut. I, Am no, I right? I saw the Kirkorov cut. It haunts me. He then, at the end, did did like a ten minute speech saying how he was a guiding star for Eurovision. What? Upon which, finally, Natalia Gordienko appeared on stage performing a number of Eurovision songs that had been produced by the dream team of Philip Kierkegaard and Dimitris Kontopoulos, such as uh, Hold Me, uh, Shady Lady, uh, You're the Only One. God. Uh, performing they a number do of, all slap. They do all, <laughs> they do they do all, all slap. Uh, my number one from Doritos, uh, actually a Moldovan song, also a Kierkegaard-funded one. <laughs> we hate to see it. We um, hate to see them and actually. And finally... Finally, at the end of that, they played the music video for Sugar. They, they played the music video. Yes. So when you were sit, like holed up in the office, door closed, with a bottle of whiskey next to you, watching on two separate screens. This was many on, tabs open. This was on all like the playing third like Eurovision or stuff. Fourth night of Sanremo, which I also for the first time ever watched the entirety of. I haven't seen you in, in like two months, and we live together. I leave the office. I move away from the screen to breathe. Anyway, finally, after all that, we got to see the video, and that means that finally, after all that. Now we, you Please and I, show me this get video. to see the video. Um, I mean, if it's as good as Shady Lady, I'm going to love it. I just it. wanted to keep you hostage for a while, uh, much like Philip Kierkegaard <laughs> did with the entire Eurovision fandom. And but with you every single night in your nightmares. He's tall. Like, he okay. is, he is, he is, like, dangerously tall. How tall is he? I have no idea, but it's, it's, it's terrifying. Um, and I don't want to think about him, so let's instead think... <laughs> Don't Google how tall Philip Kierkegaard is. Philip Kierkegaard height. Or maybe it's just that, like, all other performers are Whoa! Short. He's a meter 93. Okay, so that's pretty tall. That's tall! Yeah, as, as you know, when compared to, like, a lot of other people in the entertainment industry who aren't usually super tall. Mm. You know, singers and very energetic, like, dancers are usually short people. Um, yeah, because they exercise too much as kids. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so this is Natalia Gordienko uh, bringing Sugar after she brought Prison last year, which would have been her returning to Eurovision because she went in 2006 with the song Loca. Um, so this is uh, actually the third Eurovision song featuring Natalia Gordienko. Uh, for Moldova, it's Natalia Gordienko. How many times must, must I say this name? Please just play it. And Sugar. cake the whole time. The oldest meme from <laughs> lockdown? Where everyone and everything was suddenly where cake? Where everything was cake? Yeah. They've gone too far. They've gone too far. I mean, that did make me like... <gasps> it was gruesome. Right? Like, unexpectedly horrific. God damn it, Philip Kierkegaard, you done did it again. I mean, he did do it again. He did... 
fucking done do it again. That is the worst part of it is that he did do it again. I hate that, like, I do want media to be hornier again. Sure. A lot of things that, like, the, it's the Marvel thing of, like, everyone... I We both read this really good article where it's, like, everyone is sexy but nobody's horny. Yes, yeah. This is a horny song. Wish it wasn't written by Philip Kirkeroff, though. Uh, the, 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 also, I just don't want... I'm quite sure that the character of, of Alexander Lemtov in the Eurovision movie was at least in part part based on like the eccentric Philip Kirkeroff and the parties that he throws. Yeah. Philip Kirkeroff is extremely camp, right? That's, that's, that's where we'll leave that. Uh, he's a big, intimidating camp man. And dear God, I wish to never see him. I mean, that blue one piece is sure. so good. Is it? Yeah. I, I mean, it's tacky. Yes. But like, it's so good. Like the quilted front is yeah. like really cute. I love how committed this is to being, you know, kind of tacky. Uh, it like it knows what it's she doing. She sells it too. Yeah, exactly. In a very like Jennifer Coolidge way. Yeah. And even like even like in a Catherine Hahn way at some point. Oh, but yeah, 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 Jennifer yeah, yeah. Coolidge is hornier than Catherine Hahn. <laughs> sure. So that's a better reference. So that's yeah. a better reference. Absolutely. I no, I think you're right. Um she yeah, she sells this. Uh she completely commits to the bit and the bit is uh, is better than prison, which was as very straightforward, like, a, oh, I'm very sad, uh, I'm stuck in this relationship uh, AKA kind of song. a prison. Yeah. So I was like, okay, not very interesting, didn't do anything visually that, like, you know, shocked you. This is nonstop, like, visual assault, and then it has, like, just the most horrific thing that has ever been captured on film, which is tearing a man's jaw off, and it turns out to be cake. If she had, like, taken his head off, I think that would have been less... Oh, yeah, that would have been less bad. Bad, for sure. but the jo- like, grabbing him by the jaw and ripping it off. Because they still showed a I reaction mean, it does- shot. Mm. They still showed a reaction shot of him and the, the missing jaw, but his eyes were still... Mo- like, he was still alive, clearly. Honestly, who doesn't want a woman powerful enough to do that to you? <laughs> I'm not cake. I am also not cake, but, like, when I see this video, I wish I was. Yeah. There's a fucking part where she's a giant. That's great. I mean, they know what we want, and and it's and it's this, and this, I just wish I didn't know Philip Kierkegaard. Yeah, don't even worry about it. I'm not this even is, worried about this it. This is much closer to Natalia's original uh, performance in 2006, uh, where she was... Basically just wearing a bikini. Like, it's one of those, like, mid-2000s songs where you're just like... Why are they so nude? all they are wearing? How did we move away from this so hard? Right, and, like, the you know, the leotard uh, kind of outfit is, is very popular now, right? Yeah. And that doesn't quite register as, like, nudity right now, but I feel like at some point it might once again to people start registering that, like, oh, it's just... I feel like a few years from now, people are going to look at that and be like, oh. We had WAP last year, so, like, this does not register as nudity oh, to us. No, exa- that's what I'm saying. It doesn't register in any way as nudity. I'm just wondering what kind of things... Although, no, because in the mid-2000s, everyone was like, aren't we a little too horny, right? Wasn't that, like, a whole... Wasn't everyone complaining about it? The parents think of the children? I mean, it's it seemed back then that all you see... 
is violence in movies and sex on TV. Really? I mean, that was the culture back then. Like, everything was really horny. The violence was, like, cartoonish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not real. Mm -hmm. And I think we have moved away from that a little bit. But please bring back the sex. At least sometimes, you know? Not all the time. You can still have non-horny things, but like... Bring... Yeah, this. This is good. WAP is good. Yeah, no, like... Songs like, that... please remind me that sex exists, because I've been watching Marvel movies for the last fucking ten years, and nobody has any chemistry with each other. You know, it's not like... It, it's not like this is a sex jam. Uh... <laughs> No, it's not mo- songs you put on while you're having sex. That's no. Not what this is. Not what we even want necessarily. Not even. You can put many, many, uh, many kinds of music on while having sex, and it's better if it's not explicitly about sex. Sometimes I think. Speaking of WAP, like sure, putting it on while you're having sex would that be too much, or would that like? Push you over the edge even harder. Are you into, asking, like, let's get, let's are get you really me nasty with personally it. if that would push me over the edge? <laughs> no, but I just, I know that we both love WAP because it's so threatening. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, with Hassel if he's a baby, like the threatening aura it's of it. It's the same kind of like. Bring it, bring it, bring it. so fat and. Like, yes, yes, queen, I'll eat you out, please. So, put the gun away. Grab a whisk and some caster sugar. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're making icing. What was it? The, the like, the PG, like the radio edit of that's WAP? Some, that's some wet? That's some wet, and it's like, it's so much worse. <laughs> so much worse. Just, that's some wet. But yes, like the, the past, yeah, the past year we've seen a lot of like, you know, return of unapologetically horny you know, not, like, sultry, sexy, but just, like, outright, like... <laughs> sex. Like, snoo-snoo. Yeah. And, yeah. And this is and this is also just, like... It, it, she's, she is doing, the, like, the come hither, like, come over. I'm, Let me rip your... I promise I'm not gonna rip your job. Come over here. I'm so tired of being alone. It, I promise I'm not, like, you know, the Black Widow that's gonna devour you like I eat. Yeah. But it, it is a good way to take it because it's like ah, I want give me your sugar is like okay that's classic but then being like oh wait sugar is something you consume so am I going to consume my romantic partner yes I am he's cake so I, <laughs> I just think I just think it's it's it works like it works quite well to do like the food thing and the, and the sweets yeah and the the you know the bright colors the entire package is very well presented. It was missing one thing, and that's uh, my favorite obscure kink of all time. Oh my god. Which is... Don't start <laughs> about the Wonder Bread again. Not the Wonder Bread! <laughs> okay, what were you gonna say? There are men on the internet who pay women exorbitant amounts of money to, like... Get their butts out and sit on a cake. Oh, right. And sure. film themselves sitting on a cake. And I'm like, I, you know what? I love that. It's kind of food waste, but you have to assume that she eats the cake after. Although, no, you did like get cake all up in your butthole. Okay, but this is like a this is a business expense. You know, this is part of the job. I love I 
love that men like that people, maybe not all men, sure. but like hashtag, hashtag not all men. <laughs> hashtag not all men. What if what if what if we did start using the hashtag like that? Hashtag not all men. As in like it's not all men. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. We can do something with that. I mean, so the the cake sitting kink like is my favorite, the... as opposed to my least favorite obscure kink, which is the balloon sitting kink. Just because it's balloons, right? Because it's balloons, and I hate balloons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love cake. Love cake. Were you pointing at cake? I know. I was like. Balloons over here, cake over here. Oh, okay. You, you yeah. just pointed at the other side of the room, and I was like, "Is there cake there?" Did you, I wish. Did you surprise me with cake? No. Did, does this make you crave some sugar? Yes, I does do this want get, some dessert does this right now. Get your, does this get your blood sugar up? Does it get the? Uh, does it get the uh, adrenaline rushing? Oh my god. Okay, so adrenaline rush is the next, or just adrenaline. Uh, the next song is called. Adrenalina. Oh, if this isn't like a full gasolina rip-up, I'm going to be so disappointed. And... I love gasolina. <laughs> oh, well, for sure. Yeah. Where is it from? We're, we're starting off with uh, three returning artists, all of whom have, you know, received a song once again through internal selection. So there's no selection procedure here. This was internal. They were internally selected in 2020, so they stayed on for this year. Uh, we are going to San Marino. Yes, we are, baby! Uh, Happy 2021! Oh, now I'm sad that we're doing San Marino on the first episode. <laughs> well, you you might not be sad after you've heard it. Oh no, is it bad? Or or is it good? Yeah, I mean... It could go both ways, I think. Uh, returning uh, from last year and returning from her uh, first appearance at Eurovision, yes. Senate, who brought us Freaky last year. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what is there to say before we listen to this song? Uh, it is called Adrenalina, um, and it this is still up in the air. There is a featured artist on the track and we're not sure if they're coming uh to Eurovision or not. What? Like it's you know there's a there's a the like a guest verse but we're not sure if this is someone who's coming to Eurovision with Senate or not. Is it Janelle Monet? Um, <laughs> it's Tremar Dillard. Tremar Dillard? You may not know that name, but you'll know him when you see him. So without further ado, Let's listen to San Marino's entry for Eurovision 2021. This is uh, Senate and Adrenalina. That was Flo Rida. Yes. He's not from San Marino. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why was Flo Rida there? He has a guest for us on Adrenalina by Senate. I love that for him. Um, This song started out really strong and kind of lost me real quick. Okay. Did Flo Rida bring you back? Flo Rida brought me back? Yeah. 
But then I lo- got lost again afterwards. Okay. I'm just like, well, this... I mean, th- this is a fuego. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a dirty dancing. Which is a fuego. Which is a fuego. Well, and, and more importantly, that song is not called Dirty Dancing. That song is called She Got Me. I forgot about that. And now I'm <laughs> I'm angry all over again. Hi- I mean, it's a high energy yeah. song. I'm not going to fault it for that. The visuals were great. It doesn't do anything new. Oh. Except for bringing Flo Rida. Yeah, I mean, Flo Rida's never been to Eurovision before, so, you know, that would be great, wouldn't it? I don't think that would be, like... I don't think having Flo Rida would give you much of an advantage. People know who Flo Rida is. Yeah, that doesn't matter. I don't know, man. It's like, Flo Rida. Everyone watching Eurovision in 2015, 2016 was, like... Justin Timberlake sucked. Yeah, okay, but Justin Timberlake wasn't performing as an artist, con- con- like as a contestant. No. He did an inter- he did an interval act, and everyone was like, "We're not. We don't need to be blessed here by the American artist." When Jimmy Wilson joined Valentina Minetta on the stage for Spirit of the Night, we weren't like, "What's Jimmy Wilson doing here?" We were like, "Hell yes!" So if Flo Rida wishes to join Senate on stage for Adrenalina, why would we not be excited? I mean, I'd be excited. Yeah, to be, to be completely honest. Of course, Flo Rida is not a good musical artist. But Shadi do got them apple-bottom jeans. And the boots with the fur. With the fur. To some extent, that means that, like, low by Flo Rida is now Eurovision adjacent. <laughs> it's the seven degrees of separation. It's, it's like one degree now. It's, it's, now it's, it's one degree, it's there. But what is there to say? But I love Eurovision, though. Like I do. I love Eurovision. I mean, to see this, I mean, and like San Marino always makes you know brings the performance that makes you go, "Well, I love Eurovision." Oh, absolutely. Right. So this, like, is, this I might is, not be fully sold on this song, but watching this, I am just like, yes, couple, this is yeah. this is what I want. A couple of people were sold on the song, um, in 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 that sense that as it leaked the day before and people were hearing that Flo Rida had a guest verse on it uh they were like this this can't be right this has to be like an alternate version of it even like what um turns out that there is in fact an alternate version that is out no with more Flo Rida with more um so (laughs) I thought they were gonna play it safe and be like Flo Rida might not be able to show up Flo Rida might not be able to yeah but they'll they'll replace him. him with Someone, I don't know. She they, could do it. Yes, or they could, could could replace him with one of the other three artists that actually live in San Marino. We have Valentina Manetto, Manetta, and we have uh, uh, the rapper Irol, who has tried to represent San Marino uh, like before and has not been sent to Eurovision while he's you know ostensibly quite talented for someone from San Marino so like you know if they wanted a, a San Marinese pe- person to fill in i would have a suggestion for like literally a rapper from the country that or, has to sting though or or serha jennifer brenning yes oh my god jenny b jenny b but she doesn't do the flow right of her. She just does the who listen we up, are. Listen up, listen up. It's yeah. me, What you get is what you see. That's for just over here. She's supposed to be a VIP. So yeah. you're going to listen carefully. If they're just new on Twitter, don't get mad, don't get bitter, don't give up on me on Twitter. Tell them you're better. It's so good. It's so good. 
Um, Regular PD star doesn't know exactly who, who we are. are. Give it to him, Jess. I do think that if Florida doesn't make it, God forbid Florida doesn't yeah, make it yeah, 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 to yeah. Eurovision. And they send that uh, rapper you were talking about. That's gotta sting. If he has been trying to represent San Marino for years, and then the when he does get to do it, it's only to replace. Yeah, Flo a, so I don't think they're going to be doing I, that. That that um, seems so cruel. <laughs> given the special circumstances, there is a certain leniency in the rules right now for pre-recorded vocal as in backing vocals are allowed to be pre-recorded to some extent the main vocal needs the main vocal needs to be performed but there can be backup uh, vocals yeah now if there were some loophole that qualifies flowrider's verse as not the main performer therefore qualifying as backup vocals They could have Florida as a hologram. I was just about to go there with a wolf. Okay, yeah. Because he could be, like, hologrammed live from, like, an animal sanctuary. <laughs> okay, Tiger King style, yeah. Tiger King style. I mean, his name is Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Now, his name is Tremar Dillard, but, like, we're not supposed to know that. His name is Florida, or as his uh, shirt says in this one, you're Ope, uh, which I loved. <laughs> uh, you're not going to tell me that Florida doesn't have access to a wolf. Oh, no, for sure. I do think it's very possible that Flo Rida watched Eurovision, the story of Fire Saga in oh, quarantine sure and did. decided I have to be a part of that. And we have nothing but respect for and him. And if that is the case, then... Mr. Ryder, please. Mr. Ryder, come to Europe. It's fine. You can be a part of this. We are we are open. Come on, travel on down. No shit, wait. No, don't. Like don't. fully don't. Oh no, no, wait. There's Fuck. a third wave happening as we squeak. So that is uh as of yet still up in the air. We are not sure. We don't know how this is going to resolve itself. Flow Rider hologram with a wolf. It, yeah, I'm I'm thinking that Flow Rider hologram might be the most likely outcome because I don't think you get like you get Flow Rider on the track if your goal isn't to get Flow Rider to Eurovision. Yeah, I you yeah. I think Flow Rider hologram would be way better than live Flow Rider. Okay, you'd rather even he wasn't there. I'd rather he was a hologram, because then we could talk about the year that a Flo Rida hologram and a wolf were on stage. Yeah, I mean, to be to be fair, I think Flo Rida performing... hologram, real wolf. Okay, <laughs> Flo Rida performing by itself is crazy enough to be like, you know the year that Flo Rida participated for San Marino? Yeah. That's crazy enough by itself. If but he's a but hologram. hologram does add another layer. It's like it's like. Does this make it lamer or does this make it even better? It's hard to. It's hard to really. I'm on the fence. I'm Can on the you fence. do a live hologram? What if he just calls in via Zoom? <laughs> he does his but he rap, up, but, but he breaks up. He's off. He's, 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 off, muted. he's super offbeat. He's muted. Flo, you're muted. Flo, Flo, Flo. Your, your microphone. I think your microphone's off. Um, Flo, I'm, I'm gonna call you back. Okay? Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> is this relatable? Is, 
Are there any more symptoms for hypoglycemia? No, or we've gone. We ended there. We've gone through the whole thing. Uh, we have cured our hypoglycemia. Our low blood sugar has just like rushed, shot up. Shot up. So there we have it. The first three songs officially for Eurovision 2021. I'm already loving this year. I have to say, none of these songs are going to be my favorite by the end. Not sure, yeah. None of them are going to be top five or top ten, even depending on how good everything else is or oh, bad. Yeah, bold guesses, but let's just but see, let's just see how much of they stick with you. Solid start. Solid start. Sugar's going to stick with me. Like I'm going to have nightmares about cake face. <laughs> cake face. Cake face is going to go into the history books along with vomit car. Like okay, vomit car is Edward Romanuto's uh, "I Want Your Love" also for Moldova in 2015. When we didn't do the podcast yet, I was making Mira rank the songs and Vomit Car, or I Want Your Love, was basically the midpoint of like, is this good or is this bad? Because because the irony enjoyment enjoyment of I Want Your Love was there. Yeah. And it was like... Everything better than I Want Your Love was good and everything worse than I Want Your Love was bad. It was like, it's the line. Uh, I mean, it ended up being blatant propaganda. Uh, at Eurovision. How dare they? You Remember know? the sexy cop? I mean, I don't think you should be allowed to have sexy cops. <laughs> have you ever seen a cop? I had a friend who, like, became a cop, and she was sexy until she became a cop. Sad. It's so sad. Don't let your friends become cops. Friends don't let friends <laughs> join the police. Yeah. I don't think Sugar for Moldova, again, is quite like the, the, the oh, it, it's so bad that it's good level of, of midpoint. We'll maybe find a midpoint at some point. I think maybe um, Adrenalina could be a midpoint song for me. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Because, like, it's the thing also to remember is we're listening to these songs once. You're hearing them once and your opinion will change after hearing them multiple times. Like, my opinion has changed after hearing them multiple times. You say multiple times, but of 2020, the song I have listened to more than once, there's one song that I've listened yeah. to more than once. I mean, we all know which one it is, but like, yikes. <laughs> sure, but that's just because you had didn't have the opportunity to be like, okay, I'll listen to all of the songs in like a playlist and see what catches my fancy or whatever, because yeah. we hadn't listened to them. I, but, I'm all, I also, you know, wasn't looking forward to a contest. Yeah, so. which is why I would like to like, you know, finally manage to get all of these songs listened to before this year's Eurovision Song Contest, so that you can like get another... Uh, reminder of what they all are yes. before the contest speaking of which that's been our episode uh thank you so much for listening we'll be back soon with another episode where we talk about more songs from this year's eurovision song contest as always i've been your host Yulun. and i have been your co-host mira rate and review the show on itunes and catch it on whatever podcast app you use you can follow us on twitter at eurodivision tell your friends and don't forget to have a good night europe good night europe <laughs>